I am obliged to begin this story with a brief account of the Hampton family, because it is necessary to emphasise the fact once and for all that the Hamptons were very grand as well as very rich. A glance at Burke or at Debrett would be quite enough to make this clear, but these large volumes are not always available, while the books on the subject by Lord Mondor's brother-in-law, Boy Dugdale, are all out of print. His great talent for snobbishness and small talent for literature have produced three detailed studies of his wife's forebears, but they can only be read now by asking a bookseller to get them at second hand. The bookseller will put an advertisement in his trade paper, The Clique, H. Dugdale, N.A. Buy. He will be snowed under with copies at about a shilling each, and will then proudly inform his customer that he has managed to find what you want, implying hours of careful search on Barrow's dirt cheap at thirty shillings the three. Georgiana, Lady Mondor and her circle, the magnificent Mondors, and old chronicles of Hampton. I have them beside me as I write, and see that the opening paragraph of the first is... Two ladies, one dark, one fair, both young and lovely, were driving briskly towards the little village of Kensington on a fine May morning. They were Georgiana, Countess of Mondor, and her great friend Wahlberger, Duchess of Paddington, and they made a delightfully animated picture as they discussed the burning question of the hour. Should one, or should one not, subscribe to a parting present for poor dear Princess Leven? This book is dedicated, by gracious permission, to Her Royal Highness the Grand Duchess Peter of Russia, and has eight full-page illustrations. It must be said that when this terrible trilogy first came out, it had quite a vogue with the lending library public. The family of Hampton is ancient in the west of England. Indeed, Fuller, in his Worthies, mentions it as being of stupendous antiquity. Burke makes it out just a shade more ancient than does Debrett, but both plunge back into the mists of medieval times, from which they drag forth ancestors with P.G. Woodhouse names, Uggs and Burts and Threads and Walter Scott Fates. His lordship was attainted, beheaded, convicted, prescribed, exiled, dragged from prison by a furious mob, slain at the Battle of Crecy, went down in the white ship, perished during the Third Crusade, killed in a duel. There were very few natural deaths to record in the early misty days, both Burke and Debrett linger with obvious enjoyment over so genuine an object as this family, unspoiled by the ambiguities of female line and deed pole.